Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up, bro? Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. And this week, uh, we're going to be talking about Power Rangers and also a fucking hundred year old book for some reason that that haunts my dreams to this, this day. Uh, and I'm Zach. And joining me this week, we've got Lexi. Boy, you were just like barreling through that almost as if you were worried somebody might interrupt your intro and like throw you completely off <laughs> there's no history on this podcast of me struggling to finish the introduction none whatsoever i don't know why you would suggest that yeah you're being also, unreasonable i think yeah also emily's here hi i'm also here i'm sorry it kind of feels like i'm intruding on your brother sister hangout but you know oh uh, you're you're good no big too. deal yeah, we got the, it's a it's a three people today, and that's fine. <laughs> I did very much enjoy that episode with just you two. It was very that was good fun. And fun to listen to. Yeah, no, it was. It's especially because Zach and I haven't both been on Teenagers with Attitude together in a while, so I know. Yeah. <laughs> kind of nice to get back into the groove of it. It's funny. I I, I got a couple of people asking, and like nothing's wrong. It's just like. We have. <laughs> We're adults with if, very busy lives, right? Also, like I don't know if you've like looked around, but like it's just kind of a difficult yeah. environment to, to schedule a weekly thing to get a bunch of adults to do every week but we're doing it here we are we're, we're doing this whole thing and for you listeners and, uh, so yeah yeah thanks for sticking for with you. us you're, i hope you're enjoying it <laughs> um but yeah so we are going to talk about uh, uh, uh an episode of power rangers this week but before we do that i have hold on i wrote it down hold on i wrote it down let me find it it is called Nope, now, can't find the. Now, can't you, wrote find. It down, you write it down phonetically because, whatever. <laughs> otherwise, I feel like the the note's not going to help you that much. Well, I by wasn't wrote it, it down, like, I mean it was in a, it was in a Discord chat that we had. That's I what I like. was looking for. That's what I meant by wrote down. Here it is. Uh, it's time for <laughs> this week's. T- oh, there you go. Thanks, it's Cassie. Tur- yes, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but it's this week's Turbor Fact News Spaceomnimal. That's right. It's time for news. 
Mike's not. Mike hasn't been on an episode of uh, In Space yet, and I'm. I feel like I've. They they also caved. haven't been listening to the podcast or watching Power Rangers. They're just taking a big a bit of a vacation from TWA and no, all its no. forms. No, Zach, <laughs> I do need to correct you. I believe Mike was on an episode of In Space. It's just you weren't on it. That's true. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that did happen. I forgot. Okay, this has been a weird period, but it's fine. We're gonna do an, a fun episode, and I'm gonna do news first. Uh, and here's the news. Uh, this this week, uh, well, hold on, let me get the date. Uh, so on. Um, okay, so Eric's gonna have Zach, to I fix said this. This is gonna part. be a good episode. Yep, Eric's Eric's gonna <laughs> fix this part. It's fine. Uh, on March second. Um, so that'll help you figure out where things are. Uh, Simon Bennett, who we've talked about a little bit already, who is the current showrunner of, uh, uh, of, of Power Rangers, did a little interview with, And uh, not, we, we, we need to note, despite first appearances, uh, of the name, not the Simon who is on this podcast from time yes, to time. <laughs> not, not Simon Benoit. That's a different guy. Um, marginally, but, yeah, marginally different. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, he did an interview with No Pink Spandex, and one of the little things he, Why not? he I like threw, Pink Spandex. I, well, I mean, it's I don't think they're saying like never. I think it's more of a <laughs> like a metaphorical thing. But uh. um, the, the he did one of the little things he threw in at the end uh, on Twitter after the fact was uh, I'll just quote it. He tweeted, "Fun fact." Warden Garcia, who is the uh, Forest Ranger character in uh, Dino Fury, um, uh, was originally Sheriff Garcia, and Parks HQ was originally the Sheriff's Office. We made the change after many of the scripts had been written. This explains why a park warden sometimes behaves a little bit like a cop. So they wrote a bunch of the... uh, He does not say this explicitly. This is me... uh, um, he implies par- that they you're interpreting. You're interpreting the details. Yeah, I'm guessing what happened is they wrote a bunch of Di- Power Rangers Dino Fury, and then the big Black Lives Matter protests happened, and they were like, "How about we change this character to not be a police officer?" Well, didn't someone say like a comment? Isn't that because of a cab? Yes. Is that because so, of a cab? And they and they just said BLM. Like yeah. So someone so it, responded. It, like it might be. Might definitely be is what that, you think, Zach. <laughs> yeah. Is that because ACAB and and little smiley face, and I think just like joking and not expecting an answer, and, and Simon replied, hashtag BLM, which is not yes, but like, you know. He, we, I, he legally cannot say yeah, yes right. if he exactly. wants to keep yes. his job. <laughs> so that that was really interesting because like, you know, um, in in the comments of there, a couple people were like, "What? Whatever." It's you know, Power Rangers is still pro police. They've had like whole seasons that are cops, and I'm like, "Yeah, it's." But also, those were ten years ago, and yeah. they've responded to a thing that's happened and decided that the good call would be to not do that this season. Which it, yeah, I, it's, it's like it's like never progress because we fucked up in the past. We should never try and do better. Like, what is that right. kind of attitude? Like, exactly. Like, to be fair, to be fair, definitely don't go so far as to praise the brand for this. This was oh, yeah, clearly a, no. like this was clearly yeah. a writer's room decision. Yeah. And like I totally get it from that perspective. Um like good it's good on the writers and that's definitely something that should be acknowledged. Yeah, for sure. 
it, it's interesting to see somebody involved, like say even that much. I guess is is where I'm I'm coming at it from, and oh, totally. I think it's. I also think it's interesting to acknowledge, like, also sometimes the script might say something. Uh, he might say something where you would be like. That's not what park rangers do. And here's That's the thing: funny. we did we did go ahead and hit Control H to do a find <laughs> replace, <laughs> and sometimes we didn't catch everything. Uh, I see a Fifty Shades of Grey scenario. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Turns out Power so, Rangers Dino uh, Fury was just like a fanfic for um, I don't know, fucking Hunger Games. Justified. <laughs> B- both of those would be pretty wild, but okay. Yeah, yeah let's sure. yeah, let's mash up Hunger Games and Justified. <laughs> I mean, I mean, either of those as a fan fiction would be wild, but yes, like you're right. Let's mash up those two things. Um, but yeah, so I th- I just thought that was kind of interesting, and I'm I also on like a personal note, this is the first season that. Uh, since Dino Charge that I've been bothering to watch as it comes out. Uh, I really like it. It's good. Um, I'm glad to hear so it. Yeah, it, it's it's real enjoyable, and I'm excited to see where, where they go with it. If, it definitely feels, uh, you know, this is the first full Hasbro season, and it feels different in a way similar to, like, how the Disney era stuff, like, feels different, even though it's got a lot of the same things so it's interesting you can tell the production is different yeah something you know for the writer's room the the money like all that stuff is just slightly different different people doing it and so it comes through you can you can tell um yeah i'm enjoying it it's good uh and that is going to be it for our news it's going to be pretty brief this week so let's move into uh power rangers episode or in space episode eight when push comes to shove and uh i'll just say right off the bat that one of the reasons i wanted to not have too many segments and get to it is because a lot of weird shit happens in this episode <laughs> this episode is dense in terms yes. of in terms of power rangers like we're not let's be clear here it's not it's, it's not dense in the ways it intended to be <laughs> yeah no. no it's just dense in number of things we have to address yes we open on the surf spot and uh, just with Cassie and very quickly, just dynamite outfit Cassie, nailing it. Love okay, because I was going to say, she looks really childlike yeah, in this, this episode. Is, this is a middle school outfit at best. It, it, like, it's it, kind of weird. It is younger, yes. But like, I, mean, I, like, I, 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 I don't know, maybe Cassie's a little and it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> But, like, it just kind of struck me, because she's been dr- dressed, like, a lot more, like, coolly lately, and then well, they went back here's... to, like, the overalls and sweatshirt. I mean, that's fine. Sometimes you just want to throw on a sweatshirt and overalls. But, I gotta like... say, though, the the twin tails really do give it an extra yeah. oomph of childlike, and she would have had to put some effort into that. That, that sure. I think, is the thing that does it. I, I was gonna say that... I, it's easy to forget because I remember looking this up when we first started seeing it that overalls on like teen girls was totally a thing at, at that time. It's yeah. obviously not anymore. Oh sure, like but, Amy uh, Joe Johnson definitely had those outfits too. But right. I feel like I feel like it was less sweatshirty 
and definitely yes. not the the hairstyle like this. Yeah, yeah. And I also feel like they dressed her like that a lot of time just to make them look younger because they were older actors, right? I think they're yes, still trying to do that here, but it's interesting that it's this episode yeah. where things happen. You know, I'm feeling bad that I said, but I do like the outfit, but no, you are correct. No, it's cute. That- <laughs> like I said, like, but it's a little weird. <laughs> So here's what happens. Uh, she is writing in a diary. Which also, um, <laughs> this is like, we're going to see it more clearly in a little bit, but it is straight up just like a cardboard uh, bound diary with like a little plastic lock and key set up. Yes. Like this is, yeah. again, something that feels like it's more for like a 10 year old than yeah. a 17 year old. Yeah. This, this is true. Uh, she has a picture of her and um, and Ashley in there. Um, she says and... later that like she's got a picture of them as Power Rangers, but I don't think they're Power Rangers in this picture, are they? They're not. No. Uh, th- this is just... Uh, she says that later, but I, I guess it's not this picture. Uh, so... <laughs> this is weird. So, yeah. So, she's got a picture of them in there. Um Adele comes by to talk to her, and and she's like, "Oh, what what you doing?" And she's like, "Oh, I got a diary," and she's like, "Oh, that's cute. I used to do that too, and I wrote down everything, and then my little brother stole it and tortured me with it forever." Uh, and then she implies that when she got bigger than him, she beat his ass, which I like. <laughs> um, Adele's a f- a fun character. I think. Yeah, I. Li- I she's she a lot better than like. You know, like you know, you know. I love Ernie, uh, but she's she she seems a little bit. I don't know more. She's 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 doing more with the part. She than gives Ernie more did. personality to yeah, the little t- screen time she has. Yes, you also I would agree. you also can buy her as somebody who takes an interest in the kids in a way that Ernie never really sold. No, and, yes, and like obviously, Tint Stone is like the bottom of the barrel there. Yeah, but yeah. Um, so yeah, well, she... stones do sink. <laughs> oh, Lovely. Uh, <laughs> so she uh, she does one of the things that I haven't seen them do in a while that I always love, which is she looks at her communicator uh, like it's a watch and goes, oh, no, I'm late, even though there's <laughs> yeah, absolutely the no sort of watch face or way for you to tell the time on the communicator. Do you, think, do you think they do that just for cover, like, so people don't look too closely at them? It could be, yeah. I mean, it's just always funny when they do it. I, I remember they did it a fair bit early on, but yeah, it's great. She She's like, oh, I'm late, uh, packs up all her stuff real quick, and whoops, wouldn't you know it, forgets her diary right there on the table. Um Oopsies. Yep, oopsie. Now we cut over to the first fucked up thing that happens in this episode. (laughs) Which is that, okay, Professor Phenomenus, uh, Balkan Skull's, you know, boss, who's uh, the crazy scientist who loves aliens. Previously, literally the only thing we know he's invented is this, like, headset that record, that's just a, it's just a microphone on a headset, And also, like, he's got, like, a poor reputation for his, like, um, fantastical beliefs, but now we have, like, you know, news crew covering his latest invention. Yeah, and his latest invention is, you know, it's, (laughs) you would think, like, ah, he's invented a a little rocket ship, or like a drone way ahead of time, or, nope, 
He's invented plutonium fuel that he has somehow. What we um, missed what we missed is the um the pre-episode where Balkan Skull had to run from the Libyans that he had <laughs> stolen this from. Yeah. Yup, yup, yup. And he just straight up has a big now I'm gonna show my ass I really don't know much about nuclear technology. Uh so now, but you I'm say gonna... show, show your ass, but you do need to maintain a security clearance, so this is a good thing, I think. Yes, well, true. But what I was going to say is, I, I don't know enough to be absolutely certain, but I'm pretty sure that a plutonium-based fuel would not look like Windex, which is what <laughs> it looks like. I also um, don't it think like it would a be a safe stick. thing to just carry around in a tube like that. Oh my god, no. the plutonium is issues. extremely well, dangerous. They, they get into that, and it's it's pretty hilarious, actually. Because no, I, mean, I don't. We'll I don't even mean the volatility of it. I mean, plutonium is extremely radioactive. Yeah, yeah true, you shouldn't true, be yeah. near it at all. Uh, so it's in this little glass container. Uh, that he shows off to the news crew that are interviewing him about his cool new invention of plutonium <laughs> that he got somewhere. Uh, and he he says, I'm going to use it to send my two assistants up into the universe to find aliens. Uh, you you know, I'm going to use it in a rocket rocket ship. I think like he says up very... into the universe. First of all, that's right. not how anyone would ever say it. Second, they're already in the universe, dumbass. Yeah. Yes. And I, also, it just they've makes... seen aliens so many times. <laughs> I'm yes. never get over this. <laughs> but it, it is funny because he he this press conference is it takes him like a minute to get. I was like, he's like Professor Phenomenus is not talking about aliens. I guess he does have other interests. Nope, never mind. I lied. <laughs> it's just about aliens again. Um, Balkan Skull come out dressed in uh, astronaut uniforms. They're by, walking and by in that. S- I mean. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They're just wearing they're just wearing like workmen's jumpsuits with like helmets duct taped to them. But yeah, they're, they're really moving. Weird helmets. They're walking in slow motion because they're right, just like those they're, kind of dorks. Like they're in space, but they aren't. Like <laughs> one one wonders if Balk thinks that that's how they like they were intentionally slow walking right, on the right, moon. Right. I yeah, guess. Like, yeah, if he thinks <laughs> well, that's just how wait. astronauts walk. Well, I mean, we've yeah. seen people walk on the moon in a series, and they walk normally. Oh, that is so, true. So, like, maybe yeah. they do. Maybe that they do pretend to walk like that in the first few, you know, and, and they're doing an homage to that because they were walking uh, very yeah. carefully on the moon, uh, which so, has normal gravity and atmosphere, right? And it's just littered with like supervillain traps and stuff, which is why they had to walk so carefully. Exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. They had to not step on any uh, dumpsters. Um. <laughs> This reporter asks, uh, excuse me, Professor Phenomenus, that's great. I do have one question, which is, um, if you drop that, won't we all die? Like, all like, of us? And he, I love his response. He's like, yeah, sure. I get it. Yeah, okay. Like, he's, like, he's like, not worried at all. He's, he's like, like, yes. I mean, yeah, obviously we're not going to drop it. That would be That would be a horrible thing to do, so we just won't. And then he yeah. immediately knocks it over. Yeah, and uh, I Bulk, love him so. This this scene made me love this character. He, he, that's such he's a very good. good yeah, he's <laughs> he's fun in this scene a lot. I and love also, the way everyone jucks as it's going down, as if that's going to help them at all. <laughs> yeah, I I want to point out that 
this might make Bulk the biggest hero of the series because he catches it. And I mean, literally at the, the end of the series, would... I will make the argument that Bulk is the biggest hero of the series. Fair enough. But but for sure, in this specific case, he saves literally everyone from dying. And, you know, good for him. Uh, yeah, and potentially Mr... setting off the second nuclear war. Right. Professor Phenomenus then says, uh, uh, oh, you know, see, it's all safe. Be- and additionally, I'm going to keep it in my laboratory at the top of, and then I want to use this phrase carefully because it's going to go into some built some uh, some theory crafting I have later. Uh, it's in my laboratory at the top of quote the skyscraper, and then he points <laughs> to a skyscraper. It is my belief that there is only one skyscraper in Angel Grove. Forget about the fact that we've seen a bunch of them get destroyed. But actually, you know what? That goes in. The, all the other one ones left. got blown up by yeah, monsters no, fights. Here's the yeah. thing. Yeah, here's the thing. Once the dragon zord showed up and started just like munching on buildings every time it like woke up, uh, they passed an ordinance saying that buildings taller than three stories could no longer be built because they're public safety hazards. They're yeah, going to exactly. tear down it's... the existing ones because that would also be like a, a huge problem. But you know, if one gets destroyed, it's not getting rebuilt. So this is just exactly. the last one left. We're at the end of the Zordon area era. They have one uh, fucking skyscraper left, and in the top of it is a bunch of plutonium. <laughs> Good and job, a everybody. Yeah, at a restaurant. This is so, <laughs> Emily. This is why I made made sure to mention this because uh, off air you were like, "Why is there a restaurant and uh, a science lab in the same building?" This is why. There's only one skyscraper <laughs> left. So you know, you can have restaurants and places other than skyscrapers, right? Yeah, absolutely but, not. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, Emily. How else are you going to sell those uh, seats with a view? Exactly. Um, <laughs> so we all nearly die. Uh, Bulk saves everybody, and then astronomer. Yeah, the in camera the best- over to Dolly yeah. Parton. I was gonna say, like, don't just say, oh yeah, Astronomer. No, the camera like 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 pans of it and then zooms right in on Astronomer, who's looking right at the camera, covering her face with like the collar of her black jacket with like her crazy blonde hair, and I just She's I so much. It. I love her so much. She's so good. It's, it's so like Nominally, it, she, I guess, is in disguise, but nuh-uh, not really. I mean, like, she is, because you wouldn't see her and think alien evil queen. You'd say, like, well, oh, that true. girl is glam. Yeah, that lady That lady escaped from a Blondie video, as we previously mentioned. I love um, that she doesn't, she doesn't even monologue to herself here. We just get a, like, view into her mind's eye as she, like, pictures what's going to happen later in this episode. Yes, she okay. she imagines hilarious footage of a <laughs> skyscraper. Okay, I'm I understand this is from Mega Ranger. I I'm no, yeah. guessing that this is probably from like a video game or VR in Mega Ranger, or it's like a, this is what's going to happen if you don't stop this or something, right? I didn't um, watch the episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. But but here's the thing: you watch this skyscraper. Just it looks like it's laying down to take a nap. <laughs> is what it looks like is happening. It it like slowly lowers onto the ground, and then and then it lands on all the buildings, 
and then all the buildings blow up. <laughs> yeah, every nuclear explosion goes off. Yeah, it's, yeah. yes. It's a really good um, effect, and I like it. <laughs> she just and she just smiles to herself and slinks off. It's so good. And, okay, and and this this scene is important for something. Uh, the fact that she is in disguise and, uh, with no issue is going to come up later in the episode. So let's keep that going. That is true. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she's quote unquote in disguise, which is means she has a blonde wig, uh, and she's got a little coat. I guess she's covering her we- coat, her face slightly with her collar. Right. She's definitely uh, still wearing the metal, like, tiara thing, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, of course, she she would be naked without it. Uh, so we go to the, um, to school. Well, we go Ashley to credits. And- like, this was all yes. a cold open, which is yes. still wild to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ashley and Cassie are at school. Uh, I Ashley love is Ashley's telling- Ashley's Ashley's the wardrobe has been on point lately. Yeah, yeah, that is true. We did. I, I this one would probably be okay at school. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the, the I don't think one. the assistant principal would send her home on this one. Um, so she's ta- telling uh, Cassie that she had a dream where, like, she fell into some garbage or something, or stepped into some shit. I don't know, one or the other. <laughs> um, so that's important. And uh, Cassie is like, oh. Uh, I wrote down a really good dream in my diary. I was I was flying, and then she suddenly realizes she doesn't remember picking up her diary. She goes through uh, her book bag and then uh, has a, fla- a superimposed flashback <laughs> over her face where she remembers not uh, picking it up and leaving it she's, at the surf spot. She's doing some major face acting here. Yes, it's very good. Um Ashley says, calm down, it's not that big of a deal, and then Cassie's like, um, well, I might have put a picture of me as the Pink Ranger in it. Which, and my first question is, why does she have a picture of her as the Pink Ranger? And two, why does that need to be in your diary? <laughs> it's it's one of those funny things where the time period makes it way funnier to me, because that means that she like went and bought or borrowed a camera in order to take it's not like you could impulse snap a picture of yourself with your phone and like Um, in 1998 it's possible she had a digital camera but even printing from a digital camera isn't easy like she would have either need to have a polaroid or somebody developed that picture yeah yeah where'd she get this developed (laughs) yeah yeah good point yeah um and so, uh, see, at, at first I thought she like drew a picture of herself as a big ranger, and I'm like, that could just be fanfic, yeah, Cassie. Don't yeah, worry about fucking, it. Yeah, that's fucking, that's fucking fine. It's like, yeah, this would be mm. me if I was a Power Ranger. <laughs> but a photo could honestly still be, be like, yeah, I bought a costume. <laughs> but yeah, never mind. Um, but yeah, she you get the best characters in this episode coming up, and also the worst. Yeah, Ashley's Ashley's <laughs> response I really liked, which is, uh, well, in that case, don't come down, calm down, yeah, let's yeah. go right now, uh, yeah, because obviously that'd be bad. Um, now, here we are introduced to uh, two characters in that are are important in the rest of the episode. Uh, they are George, a fast talking uh, blonde kid, uh, in with just a really incredible uh, middle part. You know, that middle parts, the hairstyle that was big then. Oh, the, and, yeah, the ends of the hair are, like, flipping up in this, like, wing yes. pattern. Oh, my God, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, it's yeah, even yeah. of a time. I don't think there was ever a time when this was a good look. 
And he has a very loud uh, yellow plaid shirt. And yes. A very and loud personality. We, yes. And then we have yeah, George, then, who is wearing a plain button-up tee with no personality. Li- sorry, Lenny is the big <laughs> guy. Lenny, you're right. Guy. Lenny, sorry. Now, this is... Okay, so if you haven't read of Mice and Men, it's uh, which, if you're not from America, you probably... Well, I don't know. Uh, I, they I'm teach Canadian, that? and I watched and, the movie in school. Gotcha. Okay, I was just curious. I don't know. But yeah, so... Uh, it's a book by it's a is that a Steinbeck I think yes okay it's from the mid 30s about two basically like two migrant workers and blah 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 the point is George is the the small fast talking one and Lenny is big with some un unspecified uh like mental issue uh and. Uh, don't read it. It's sad if you don't have to. But, <laughs> but the reason I'm bringing it up is because this duo of small character named George and big character named Lenny. I knew about that when I was like four because of cartoons and other media referencing it constantly when I was a little kid. I didn't get and the connection though as a kid. That was the same way. Like I no, me neither. But but then like going growing up and when I went to high school I read the book and I was like wait why the he-? like even I think even as a high schooler I was like why is all this media for small children referencing this like pretty dire book <laughs> from the 30s like what what the hell and they do it here too and it's still well, confusing you see, you see Zach in the like late 30s and early 40s there were only three stories, so everything that wanted to do a reference had to do a reference to one of those three stories. Oh, okay, and, gotcha, yeah. And then once the 50s hit, all media started to become recursive of whatever the people making it remembered from their childhood. So Looney Tunes just gets iterated on ad infinitum forever. Of course. That makes perfect sense. The Looney Tunes but principle, yeah. I see. So yeah, so here we go. We got Lenny and George. Uh, now, they're when they're introduced, Lenny does not speak. Uh, I was real scared they were going to do like a he, you know, some kind of he's mute or other. He has a speech you know, impediment or something. Yeah. Because uh, Power Rangers doesn't typically handle that very well, but it turns out he can talk just fine, which he's, makes it's, a, it's probably it's a combination of he's a little shy and also he's got a friend who literally never lets him talk. So well, we have I, to. I mean, talk, like George really yeah. likes Lenny. Yes. Really yeah, likes is, Lenny. Oh yeah, no, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> well, he, so so he basically, introduces him as a big hunkola, and and yes. like he, he's trying to to like sell. A date to Cassie, yes. yes, which is already weird that there's this uh-huh. like one guy trying to get this other to, to this girl to date his. I mean, that's just friend. that's just that's just wingmanning. It's it's very aggressive wingmanning. Oh yeah, well, no, absolutely. <laughs> it's and, wingmanning, except that they're blackmailing her because they found the diary. Yeah, that's I was <laughs> getting to that. I mean, yeah, this is this is wingmanning in the uh, sense of Barney Stinson. Right. Yes. And and so George also, it just needs to be said Lenny is walks onto the scene carrying a donut and he plays with it this entire scene. <laughs> yes. You're right. Yeah, I I think he the actor was instructed to look nervous and he was like, "Okay, so I'm going to play he, with he this donut." The, he grabbed the donut from like the the catering yeah. and then just started like 
And so George is uh, selling but I, Lenny to... Well, I don't think it's, it's, you say it's the wingmaning, and it's very aggressive wing, but it's wingman if he was just like, oh man, my bro, he's so fucking hot. Yes, oh, he's yes. He's so like, sick. I love him. He's the I mean, best. Yeah, he only is, ever talks to me. Wing <laughs> Wingmaning is v- very much heterosexuals being gay. I, yeah, I guess... I'm, I guess I've I mean, never really seen it done like that. <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, George is into Lenny. Like, no question. <laughs> I think and, so. And I think they're, just... they're, 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 they're in love with each other, but they don't want to admit it. And, right. and George is trying to make Lenny happy by getting him a girlfriend because he loves him so much. Yeah. I, that's basically my read on this as well. Because <laughs> here's the thing. George appears to... Like, he... He says later that he talks for Lenny because Lenny always says something stupid. So this is like a, I mean, borderline abusive relationship. Let's yes. be real. That's fucked up. Uh, and But he still wants to get his friend uh, a lady to date. So uh, he they decide to blackmail Cassie. Um, and basically... They tell her, you've got to show up at the park at two o'clock, and if you don't, we might get bored and read some pages out of your diary. Yeah, which um, is really fucked up, And but they, they they have it out, and they could use it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> they could say that Lenny is just really meek and isn't able to stand to his friend, but, but doesn't want to do this, right? They could right. do that, but let's see what happens. <laughs> so, I have to say, Emily, you had... Like, that you thought that might even sort of happen shows you have way more faith in this show than I do. It was hope. Had... It wasn't faith. It was hope. <laughs> <laughs> I had no doubt that that was not going to happen. Um, we cut up to the Astro Mega ship. I'm still a little confused about who's going to school and who's just in space, but whatever. It's fine. Everyone's going to school. Listen, but just listen I, think, I think they just have some open campus because 2 p.m. is a weird time to have a date during a school day. Uh, yeah. Um, so in any case, they, uh, they, they are... Oh, right. Okay. So the guys are talking about a new, fun, cool uh, vehicle that they have, the Mega Tank. The mega tank is a van, so there you go. <laughs> it's a van with a grabber it has, arm. It's got a grabber arm. It's heavily arm. armored. Yeah, it, it's just fun. like I couldn't tell at first, but when you see it driving around later, it's definitely like a. It's a minivan, even. It's, oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's like it's very funny that this is their cool new uh, vehicle. But uh, you know that's how it goes, I guess. Carlos is like, "Hey, why looks- do we why do we need a new vehicle anyway?" And it's like, "Well, because we need to sell more toys, man." Yeah, uh, <laughs> Andros's explanation is because Zordon might end up being held on a planet with tough terrain, uh, and they might need to be ready for anything. Um, this is one of those things where everybody just forgets they can teleport for an episode, which is frustrating but you know that's how it goes they're ignoring it (laughs) Uh, yeah um i i just i just don't understand the mind of the person who sees a new gadget that you already have and is like why do we need this like fuck it man it's a new toy have fun (laughs) yeah yeah uh carlos says plus it looks cool and i don't want to bag on andros's actor too much but 
He is supposed to give like a I can't believe you look back at Carlos and he just gives the blankest stare. He just gives his gen- he gives his he gives his regular Andros face and shakes yes. his head. Yep. <laughs> um so we've got our mega tank. We cut down uh to a date, which in this Again, uh, is this wing manning? No, I'm no, right no, about no, this, no, right, no, Lexi? No. This, like I said, we were gonna get into it. This is where it goes from I'm trying to get my buddy laid to hey, I'm gonna go on a date with you and my friend. Yes. Because because they're on a date, except also George is there, and he is still just telling Cassie about how great uh Lenny is. He's not even the there like team. he's like chaperoning it or whatever. Like he has inserted himself into the events. Like like le- yes. like like George and Cassie are walk are walking in step of each other while George is or Lenny is behind them. I keep messing it up. And, yeah, and he's and, like not even there practically. <laughs> right. And he is telling uh Cassie about how uh Lenny is great at football. He uh, knows everything about cars and that he can do anything because he, he's so great. And uh, Cassie is like, oh, how come he can't talk? Um, this is, she says, how come he can't talk? This is his date, date too, which kind yeah. of implies that all three of them are on a date together. I mean, yeah. I assume she meant that it's it's his date and my date. Like, you know. Right, sure. but, yes. But also, you're correct. This is a three-way date. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he and George again responds, well, he doesn't talk. I talk for him because he always says something stupid. Uh, and so I had to get him this date. Um, and this is this is where you kind of get the gist that Cassie is like putting this together. It's like, oh, I see. I see how this is going. I got to help this guy. <laughs> yes. Oh, also, it's worth noting that uh, for this date to the park, uh, and this is what I... Obviously, there's a lot of problems with what's happening in this episode, but Lenny is wearing a full suit jacket, and (laughs) that's charming to me. It's real stupid. It is, yeah. Uh, I mean, that really does sell the idea that he is this, like, kind of goofy, uh, self-conscious dude. Yes, that he wore, like, literally that he wore a blazer to the park. And Cassie's still wearing the exact same clothes we mentioned earlier, by the way. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, they literally came here from school. Like, he just put his blazer on over the shirt he was already wearing. <laughs> yeah. Sure, yeah. So Cassie's like, he hey, He wore a George. blazer to school. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, he's like, she's like, hey, George, I'm really thirsty. Could you get me some water? And he's like, sure. And he runs off to get it. Well, no, he, she, she asked Liddy if Lenny's thirsty. And he goes... I bet he is, and so am I. I'll go get some sodas. <laughs> yes, dude, we know you're thirsty. We've been listening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And so uh, that's the thing is, like, it's not just that he, quote, unquote, speaks for him. Like, here's the thing. It's not like he's helping him to, like, interpret or or something like that, or, like, help him get his words out. He's literally just acting as though he can read Lenny's mind. Yeah, and listen, then just... it's it's very much the abuse of controlling. Listen, I know what they yes. want better than they do. Kind of exactly. Thing. Um. So, uh, then at this point, um, uh, she's like, "Well, come on, let's let's ditch him," and she basically pulls. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, uh, 
you say pulls, but he is very enthusiastically cool with this. Like he's like, oh god, <laughs> <Yeah>. thank <laughs> god, yes. <laughs> and they, she's like, they so they run away for a little bit, and she's like, you don't need George to be on a date with you, do you? And he's, he's like, like, well, oh. I kind of want that, but <laughs> <laughs> but the society won't accept us yet. <laughs> Um, and so basically Cassie, who has taken this th- whole thing pretty well, is just like, well, you know, we can go on a date. That's fine. But just give me my diary back afterwards and but no big deal. Again, he should just, he should be like, you can just have your diary back. And then she's like, let's still go on a date. That's yeah, what like, should here's, happen. Here's, the, th- here's the thing. At this point in the episode, I th- I assumed George still had the diary. So like by ditching them, she was still bound to that. We're going to find out that's not the case. Right. Yeah, he even um, kind of like pads his chest a little bit, and like so he clearly has it on him right now. Right. But I can so understand how he, you might think that. Yeah. He promises, uh, and in fact, they pinky swear, uh, which was cute. And then we cut to them getting some ice cream, uh, and she's like, "Well, okay, sure. Well, what we sh- what should we do next?" Um, and, uh, and the answer is run because I'm pretty sure Pineapple the Clown is right behind them. <laughs> oh, geez, you're right. He he says you should choose uh, because she's a good person is trying to give him confidence away from his weird controlling boyfriend. He's uh, like, let's go up 12 flights of stairs to his restaurant. Yeah, he's like, there's a restaurant in uh, in this skyscraper, so let's go up there. You mean the so- skyscraper. Yeah, the Sorry, skyscraper. thank you. Yes, the skyscraper. And like I said earlier, with Cassie being really like depicted like childishly in this episode, Man. she has a balloon. Yeah. And she's also wearing a like very make it yourself looking necklace with a bunch of colorful beads and a teddy bear charm. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Also, the restaurant that they go to, literally everyone's in suit except Cassie. <laughs> Yeah, so. but also this restaurant looks like it was an office space they emptied out and put like oh for sure, yes. <laughs> like, like like it's got like normal ass like like blinds in it like the an thing, office would. The thing you've got to realize is if you're gonna film in an actual like food service establishment, there are like regulations and stuff you have to follow, and him oh, Saban yeah. ain't paying for that shit. <laughs> I get it. It's just very funny. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's, it's just, it's real goofy. Uh, at this point. Yeah, the instant, the instant they get there, Cassie's like, oh, hey, let's walk over to this part of the building because there's a good view. And also it's important for the, how the framing of this next bit happens. Yes. Uh, they walk over to the window and then we see an elephant monster (laughs) whose name is Elephant Titan. And I love him. Not that we would know that because he just comes out of nowhere. (laughs) Yes. Um, Somehow Stecca knew it. (laughs) Uh, Yes. So there's two things I want to mention about Elephant Titan. One is that he is the first monster in a very long time that I can think of that doesn't, can't speak English or doesn't. Um, And it makes the part where they kill him upsetting to me in a way that it isn't normally because it's... I'm pretty sure this is just an elephant, like, <laughs> but with legs, with stand-up legs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, exactly. Please, please keep trying to to explain bipedalism. He's, he's bipedal. That's the word. Thank you. <laughs> I forgot what the word was. Um, an the elephant thing with I legs. Make, 
An elephant with legs. Stand Most up elephants legs. don't have legs. Thank they just you. kind of roll around. <laughs> um, so he... Oh, God. Ball <laughs> elephant. Um, he runs up and just headbutts the building, and then his, like... There is like, no, like... Shot of Astronema introducing this monster no. and saying he should go destroy the last skyscraper in Angel Grove. There's no. nothing to indicate why he hates this building so much. <laughs> no, he hate this building killed his parents. Is the thing you don't know. Well, yeah, no, well, the, if his parents the, the, are elephants, yeah, somebody in that building probably did kill them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, well, I mean, like we did have the Astronema vision earlier, so like that's a little bit of explanation. Well, I mean, but, yeah, there sure, but line. like it's just there was. There's a there's a rhythm to this show, and they just decided mm-hmm. to throw it out for this one. You're, you're, they had to, they had to co- give more time yeah. to George and Lenny. <laughs> you, you are correct that I mean we've talked about it before, but anytime the show doesn't have the villain go, here is explicitly what I am going to do. It feels weird because that's <laughs> what usually happens. Um, but yeah, so it rams into this building, and then it's it like pushes, and it's arms glow and then the whole building starts tilting uh yeah. so it's just pushing it over i guess um you know you know what might have been a good idea is um make him big no that's fine we don't need to yeah, do that. No, they clearly <laughs> don't need to do that like as his current size he is taking this fucking building down yeah but it, w- it would take like one hit at big yeah. and it takes like yeah, they, but they then fail. they're wasting valuable lasers <laughs> uh, okay, you say so. <laughs> yeah, they ha- only have a limited supply of laser, clearly. Um, so at this point, uh, they start, or, or Lenny tries to get her to run away. Yeah, everyone's because- evacuating. Cassie tries right. to do the classic, you go on, go on ahead, I'll catch up with you later so she can stay behind right. and morph. But he, being not a complete dick, apparently, is like, what? No, I'm not going to fucking leave you here. This building's about to collapse. So, so here's the thing. Like, I appreciate this because there's we talked about it before. There's very little of the Rangers having to actually hide their identity from someone in their civilian lives. And even though this character just showed up, I do like the little bit of, of her her trying the like, like yeah, like you said, I'll catch up with you and him being like, What are you talking about? Like absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> um But also so, this starts like ten minutes of Cassie choosing to let everyone maybe die rather than potentially expose her secret to someone, which a little Especially when like he gets he gets knocked out here yeah. like really quickly. <laughs> Like, the Zordon's not around to take away your powers because you let somebody see you morph. Like, right. It's, you can Uh, just let this happen if it means saving people's lives, Cassie. To be Mm -hmm. fair, she does almost do it, but it takes way too long. Um, yeah, so he, uh, is trying to get her to run. He says, uh, no, I can't let you go. We're, we're together, which is a interesting phrasing. Um, and, then he just gets clocked on the head with a big piece of styrofoam yep. that he has to act like is a rock, which is one of my favorite <laughs> a things. A rock, a building rock. Yeah. Uh, you I know. mean, you know, it's a piece of, it's a piece of like, <laughs> concrete or I whatever. I'm, I'm making fun of Zach <laughs> for calling it a rock. <laughs> <laughs> you know what happens if you're in a building and it starts shaking rocks fall on your head? That's what happens. That's what happens in Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah, building rocks. Um... But he it clocks him on the head and he passes out and she's like, "Come on, Lenny, yeah, he doesn't, go. he's not We're passed together. out, but he's dazed. 
Like she's yes. like she's like just trying to rouse him by slapping his cheeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we cut over to uh, Carlos and uh, Andros playing chess, and I I don't I trust s- either of these people, these guys, to know how chess works. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was gonna say is, I actually like that one of the consistent things about Andros that they've decided is his character trait is that he likes games that are analytical. Like they've showed that with pool and mm-hmm. now chess. And I think that's neat that they keep trying to do it at least. Uh, you know, it's something. Um, but uh, they get a, they get the call. He makes a move and Carlos is like, are you sure you want to do that, bud? Which I'm choosing to believe means Andros likes these games, but he's not good at them. Right. Yes. Uh, I So they're all there together. They get called. I briefly want to talk about... Uh, uh tj's outfit because it's great yeah. he has uh a blue like uh pullover um with uh like a, a beret i guess that's a beret yeah uh yeah but it's like a, it's like a classy beret or not classy mm-hmm. but you know a cool beret it's not like <laughs> it's not like a lame nerd it's, beret <laughs> it's, well i mean it's not like an like you think of the like art Arty beret right it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. that it's, it's like, the it's the it's the sleeker kind it's leather where, like, too i think the other person I know that wears this style of beret is Samuel L. Jackson, so yeah. that's the kind of beret it is. Yeah. <laughs> is is it's a cool beret. I haven't uh, really liked TJ in blue, but like this is a pretty good one. This color wor- this color in this outfit works for him. Yeah, when he has a baby blue, it's done so much, but I also like how he's still the Red Ranger. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, honestly kind do of. like that because like yeah. He was a good Red Ranger, and he like he takes the call. He says, "Okay, everybody, let's go." Like Andros doesn't say shit, and I yeah, that's I true. Like I, that. I didn't even think about that. That's interesting. It's a good point because usually that only happens when it's that person's special episode, like a, a um a spotlight episode. Well, I mean, yeah, definitely we'll get feels to that. Like we'll see Red that Ranger. later in this episode. In fact, but right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, they get the message. The disciple all remains, and they morph. Yes. Yeah, and they morph. And then, okay, I have to say, point this out. There is a shot of Astronema laughing, and it's like a um, a Dutch angle shot. So it's like under her, pointing yep. up, while while um, supposedly there's you know everything shaking and there's earthquake stuff happening because of Elephant Titan, uh, and she's laughing. In the the outtakes, yep. there is. A hilarious shot of, of this happening where the actress for Astronema, and by the way, I am going to do actor and actress spotlights. I haven't because those are really uh, like Evolved. a mic thing, and I just haven't since he got back. But, uh, or re- anyway, we'll do them, uh, but not yet. Anyway, so she, the actress, is, is in this scene and she just starts laughing and goes, I don't, I don't know what we're, what are we, and like, they they cut it off there, but the implication is like, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing? <laughs> yeah, like, what is, what is this what are we doing here? <laughs> What's my motivation? <laughs> and it's really funny and made me laugh a lot. I like it. Um. Anyway, we then cut to uh, uh, the Rangers uh trying to help get people out of the quote unquote rubble. Yeah, Again, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's just a it's just a single shot of them doing this, but I do like that they show up on the scene and immediately jump to like helping the civilians get out. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I always like when they show the Rangers doing that kind of stuff too, in addition to just fighting bad guys. Um, 
Another thing I really like is um, when Andromeda sees him, she's like, Rangers! Like, she's so surprised they showed up. Like, yeah, which is what very did she funny. think was going to happen? <laughs> uh, she blasts at them and then is just like, oh, okay, so goodbye because, you know, nuclear explosion going to happen in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she leaves. She and, she and her hype squad are just there to watch the carnage. I kind of like it. Right. Do you think exactly. Elephant Titan knows that that's going to happen and he's a sacrifice uh, she's willing to make? I'm not I'm not 100% clear <laughs> if he knows anything other than building bad must die. This yeah, is my thing. Fair. I literally think that Elephant Titan is like a pet and that's why I don't like this. <laughs> Because he's gonna die, and he doesn't know what's going on. He just wants to smash like, this like building. Even, like even if astronomer's plan works, he's dead. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, I feel bad for the elephant man. I like him. Uh, I like so him too. The uh, she. So we cut up to Cassie and Lenny. Lenny is like sort of passed out, and Cassie actually starts to morph. She goes, yeah, "Let's she keeps, rock." Yeah, and, she keeps looking back and forth from him to like. Her her wrist and she, like she's trying to decide. Yeah. Okay, can I can I do it? I oh god, I got to do it. Oh, okay, you let's do it. Could have just left the room, Cassie. <laughs> uh, yes, she she helps him up. Uh, once he it's clear he's not passed out. Uh, yeah, like the obvious solution him. here is step into the hall, morph, then run back in, get him, and if he's like, "Where's Cassie?" and be like, "Oh, I just got her out. Now let's go." You're right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, he, she says, you've got to cut out the donuts, which is very funny. Well, yeah, uh, I, I yeah. actually was like, he's not fat. He's just very tall and big. Yeah, no, no this is that, specifically that, a reference to that earlier scene I pointed out. That, it, it, yes. Now that I know if it's a, now that I realize it's a reference to that, that's fine. But like when I first saw this, I was like, oh yeah, no. It's like, what are you, it's like, no, he's just seven feet tall. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> um, then we get, uh, we cut back down to the Rangers, um, and they're about to start uh, running into the building. And then one of those things that ha- happens that happens because um, uh, Ecliptor is, you know, the main bad guy in the Sentai that doesn't make a ton of sense otherwise, which is Ecliptor shows up as a vision in the sky. He isn't even the main bad guy in the Sentai, though. Oh, is he not? I thought he no, was. He's like the oh. general for... Like oh, okay. the doctor dude. Gotcha. My bad. Uh well so he he's just like move a little to the left, Rangers, and that way the uh you'll be the first ones to get exploded. And you know <laughs> it's great. Um but then he just disappears and he's not in the episode, so it's <laughs> it's a little weird, but no, it's fine. fine. Um, listen, listen, he's teleconferencing in this week, it's fine. He's a very right, busy man. Yes. Uh, Ashley uses her scanner that's one of those shots where, like, the, the device, uh, for the ranger from the Mega Ranger shows up on there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on, on her helmet. And she says, Oh, my scanner is picking up something. And, uh, yup. In fact, uh, Lenny and, uh, Cassie are the only people left in the, uh, building. Uh, she can also tell with her scanner that Lenny is hurt. So there you go. Um, then they, we now so, see. We, yeah, we cut to the uh, we cut to the falling skyscraper where uh, they're running through the halls and they decide to go look for cover in the plutonium room. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, okay. And now, now I have a thing I want to say. What? They just walk in. There's no guards, no security. Yeah. It's not locked. Astronomer could have just walked in here and taken it. It's handily yes. labeled, caution, radioactive materials, plutonium room. All also, Astronomer sort of had two better options to recur in plan. She could have made the monster bigger to knock it over faster, or she could have just walked in and taken it. <laughs> it's so funny that, like, again, Professor Phenomenus is clearly an idiot. So, like, I guess it's not that crazy to think of, other than the fact that also, apparently, Angel Grove has no sort of regulatory bodies over any kind of dangerous equipment. Yeah, it's a wood um, door. That's that's. It's not even like a steel like big door. Yeah, it's there's just a no normal containment office door. for this. <laughs> um, also, also though, I just have to ask, why did they decide to go into the plutonium room? If they're trying to no, escape I, from a building that's falling over. It makes no sense that they did not just continue to find, like, till they found stairs. Yeah, they decided to go, go in here Yeah, for some why reason. did they even go into a room? <laughs> Especially, again, I need to stress, one labeled plutonium room. Caution. <laughs> you... Really, like, if the if the room was, like, lots of sandwiches, I'd be like, okay, well, I don't think that's a good idea to go in there right now, but at least I, I sort of understand like, why. If they, had, if they had, like, if they were, like, the hallway was blocked and they just saw this nondescript door and were like, well, maybe there's another way through here, sure, I'd get it. And then they're like, oh, shit, a plutonium reactor. But no. Yeah, it's- yeah, yeah. It's so much. And, like, again, the fact that this is just down the hall from the restaurant. So you, ever, you, ever, you ever been at a restaurant? You just go to try to find the bathroom and you accidentally walk into the plutonium room. It's, uh, who hasn't been there? It's so funny. Uh, <laughs> there is a big device in the middle of the room labeled radioactive plutonium reactor. Um, it's got a big light up sign uh, that's flashing overheating. Right. And they're like, well, Lenny's like, well, this thing's getting ready to explode. We got to get out of here. Uh, but the door locked, the, the wooden office door locked <laughs> itself behind them. Um, and he can't get out. <laughs> you can get into the plutonium room, no problem. It's just getting back out, that's the problem. It's like, it's like Hotel California. Yeah. Dude, it's, a, it's an office door, literally kick it. Like, it'll just come <laughs> off. You can the see hinges. how, and like, he's huge. He's jiggling he's like the handle. He's seven feet tall. He's jiggling the handle and, like, tapping on the door, but you can see how gingerly he's doing both of these things. Because if he did it at any reasonable force, it would just, like, bust open. Exactly. <laughs> it's very, very funny. So, uh, we, we fade to, to commercial with Cassie kind of looking back and forth and being like, oh. what should I do? Also, I but- want to mention, um, so when I saw the preview for this last week, it was kind of frenetic, and I was like, oh, wow, looks like there's a lot of stuff that's happening. And it turns out that they just played 30 seconds of this episode, because it was the <laughs> bit where they walk into the restaurant, they go over to look out, and then the the uh, elephant monster attacks. And me, reasonably, I was like, oh, hey, they're cutting two, two scenes together. But no, that's 100% what happens in this episode. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Uh, let's take a quick break, and we will be right back. Ah, yes, we are also going to be <laughs> Books. They're for nerds. And yet, there are some books that you really do need to experience, like Discworld. 
Here to do the whole reading part for you is The Discourse, half a reread podcast and half an introduction to the series. Discworld veterans Holly and Julie join newbies Jess and Mark for a chronological read-through of the entire Discworld series, from The Color of Magic to Raising Steam. So join us for 30 years and 35 books worth of satire, magic, and funny hats. Alright, so uh, we're ready to have our big fight. Um, oh wait, actually we're not. I'm sorry, I forgot. Because before we can have our big fight this episode, instead we have to use the mega tank because yeah. as Andrew says, uh, there's no other way to get to the top of the tower in time. We don't have a giant Pro- robot that could just make us go to it or hold it up or anything like that. Or, or power, you know, the power to just instantaneously appear wherever we need to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um so the mega tank comes down. And uh, to be again. clear, the the Astro Megazord flies into low orbit and just shoots this thing out of the hangar. Yes, it's actually a really great uh, like little scene, like a little sequence. I really like it. Like the thing has boosters good. on the bottom to slow itself down from terminal velocity. It's so cool. <laughs> And then it's neat. <laughs> it just makes no sense for what they're going to use it for. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, in any case, uh, Carlos and uh, and TJ are going to stay on the ground and just shoot the te- the elephant titan and try and stop him. Um, everybody else gets in the mega, uh, or by everybody else, I mean Ashley and Andros get in the mega tank. And uh, do the best thing you could possibly do to save your friend from a collapsing building, punch a big hole in the wall yeah. uh, on your way in. Yeah, just damage um, that structural integrity a little more. It's fine. Yep. It's already falling uh, over. You can't mess it up more, can you? <laughs> <laughs> you make a very good point, Emily. Um, we cut back up to the, uh, to the room with Cassie and Lenny, and it's, I mean, they're just freaking out and she's well, well, is still Len- Lenny's freaking out and she's like who should I more yeah, no, so here's uh, the thing <laughs> on the one hand I don't really know what as a power ranger should be able to do about this situation true um but two like this is the point where if you're about to die in a nuclear explosion right yes why are you still worried about this it's yeah. not just that like other people people might die she will die if she doesn't yeah, more like so, you have like, literally yeah. nothing to lose at this point yeah um so uh, we they they're trying to she's trying to figure it out uh then we cut back down to um carlos and tj getting their butts kicked also i just want to say Titan. and this isn't necessarily fair but every one of carlos's line readings in this episode Reminded me of the kids who don't read ever being called to read a passage out loud in class. <laughs> yes, it does. Like, You're he's right. He's saying all these words, and they're the right words, but it sure doesn't sound like he's thinking about them in a full sentence. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's a little stilted, this episode. Um, Professor Phenomenus and uh, Balkan Skull show up. Uh, oh, I just want to point out that while. While Cassie's deliberating about whether or not to morph, 
a bunch of sparks go flying up from the uh, reactor, at which point I feel like they should be dead. It's, it's, yeah, at some point I thought it was, like, leaking, too, which is, like... Yeah. Like, if this shit is really that volatile, an explosion of spark should be enough to set it off. Yeah, I would agree. It's, it's it, you know, there's a bunch of sparks, uh, but it doesn't quite do it, and instead... Professor Phenomenus shows up uh, to just yell, my plutonium fuel, and stare at the building for a while. Yeah, he's super helpful. Uh, We see the the mega tank doing its coolest trick, which is that it has a little arm that comes out in front of it and moves stuff. I really way. liked it. It's really cool and good. It's cute. <laughs> it reminds me of like construction toys, like yeah. uh, little remote control construction toys. Um, also, it goes up the stairs, and when it does that, it looks real, real I love silly. It. Do, do you remember yeah. the turtle van going up the stairs in like the first miniseries of the old eighties cartoon? Yes, yes, it yes, totally. Me of that. <laughs> um, so uh, they're 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 trying to get there. Um, they're driving up these stairs. There's a, kind of a lot, lot of this, to be honest, uh, and it's not super interesting. <laughs> um, what I love though is that when it finally shows up, it's like, why is this building like this? Like, why, yeah. what is going on? What does the inside of this thing look like? Yes, <laughs> there's a restaurant in this. <laughs> yeah, this definitely looks like a sub basement, not like the fiftieth floor. Yeah. yeah. But also the um Cassie is literally halfway through morphing when this thing crashes through and she's like, Oh, hey, the Power Rangers are here, which I'm definitely not one of. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh and so she she grabs um uh Lenny and they run over to the uh to the thing. At this point the the uh reactor is just sparking and shooting out some sort of blue gas which i would imagine is you know plutonium and they've all got radiation poisoning well, now at least lenny is cancer maybe oh, the yeah, power rangers sure. are okay but <laughs> um they uh <laughs> the, the room also so we cut back to we're cutting back and forth between mega Sentai ranger footage and, uh... mega ranger footage and power rangers footage and the room that they are in that contains the plutonium uh, device just is a wildly different room. Depending, yeah. like they couldn't find something that looked the same. And, and again, down the hall is a restaurant. Yeah, like I said, the, the room of the Sentai footage is very clearly some sort of bunker or underground facility, <laughs> yeah. and it's so funny to realize right. that this is on the top, towards the top of a skyscraper. Yeah, next to an Italian restaurant or whatever. Um, so, uh, Andros tries to use the arm to pick up the, the plutonium, uh, device, but then, like, the whole building goes sideways, and, uh, they get thrown around, um, and, uh, I'm trying to remember what happens next. I mean, oh, no, yeah, they, it's the- just, they, they try again, and this time they're, they're able to get to it, like, the I assume this is supposed to be the plutonium core comes out yeah. of the machine. Right. Yes. And then it neutralizes it with the crane somehow. Yeah, they, they pull it out with the crane very gingerly, and then they activate the neutralizing agent, which they just have. Right. You know, a, an anti... Uh, plutonium. Something some that makes 
radio highly radioactive material just not radioactive anymore they <laughs> they just have that um astronomer also, shoots is, go ahead. are these interior shots uh of the of the tank is that a are they green screening this uh i don't know that's a good question because it really kind of looks like cassie and lenny are not in the same shot as the yellow ranger whenever it cuts to them well it's possible that they're i haven't seen the mega ranger episode but it's possible they're like superimposing them over someone else who's in the back seat that would be a little more work than they usually do but could be. I don't know. It could just be the intricacies of whatever set they have for the interior, too. But, like, right. there's clearly some perspective stuff going on, and I'm just curious what kind. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the Elephant Titan gets embiggened. Uh, he really starts tearing that building down. You know the building that he's been tearing down for ten minutes. It's still <laughs> yeah, the, not quite going I'm gonna down. Be, I'm going to be honest. I'm kind of in impressed with the structural integrity of this thing. That it can be at this severe of an angle for this long and still be okay yeah i yeah. really like it, how when he got bigger carlos like hood on his hand he'd be like stop <laughs> yes <laughs> no yeah. don't do that um the uh we then see footage some more footage of the mega uh mega tank going down the stairs which made me laugh really hard because <laughs> we just didn't have enough footage of the tank in the stairs yet um <laughs> To be fair, it's good footage. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Uh, one of my favorite things that happens in Power Rangers happens, which is two uh, the two Power Rangers, uh, TJ and Kat, um, Carlos, that are still on the ground, just shoot it with guns. The big giant monster. <laughs> I, I do really like how apparently their weapons can like combine with their sidearms to make better guns. That's pretty yes. cool. Yeah, that is neat. Um, so they they shoot it, and then it just shoots out some other energy beam and totally blows them out of the hell up. Eyes, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then um, it knocks over the do. building, like straight up, just bam, it's down. Yes. On, on and... top of bulk skull and perfect, the professor yep. who there's this really good shot of them, like going through the van. That's cute. But I thought they were getting in the van to drive off, not to just yep. hide behind the van. <laughs> <laughs> Of, and of then, a building like, falling on their heads. They think this is going to help. <laughs> and it does. Uh, <laughs> Astronomer's vision does not come true because as the as the building collapses, we see the um the tank fucking jump away it. from an explosion. <laughs> yes, land. it's great. It's so fucking silly. Yeah, I love that shit. That's one of my favorite things. It does uh, not then look we... back because you do not look back when you jump away from an explosion. No, of never. Um, we see uh, every uh, they all get down. Uh, Cassie gets out, uh, and then we see Bulk Skull and Phenomenus push their way out of a bunch of styrofoam rocks. Which again, I just I know there's no other way to do it, but it's just so f on their budget. But it's so funny to just see these mm -hmm. big pieces of styrofoam spray painted gray that they're like, no, we almost died. Um, also, you said everyone gets out, but um, Lenny does Lenny, stay yeah. in the stay in yes. the vehicle, which is important because this is now Cassie's Ranger moment. Yes. Uh, now, during Cassie's Ranger moment, I do have to point out that as everyone runs into formation, uh, Carlos... Uh, 
like trips over a, a, again a giant piece of the building and oh just casually knocks it aside with his foot and it's very funny he's very strong is the thing he kicked yeah. it away with his mega strong powers um but yeah cassie is pissed she uh does let's rock it and then for some reason we skip the morphing sequence which upset me uh, Listen, Zach, they've done so much already. There's only three minutes left. <laughs> it's true. Um, but yeah, they, uh, she's morphed. She gets to call in the, uh, the Megazord, which is fun. Uh, I do enjoy I do enjoy the bits where the Rangers are just on the ground with a giant monster. Like the, the choreography yeah. of those are always fun because the because they have to coordinate it with the um, perspective shots. But like, yes, you yeah. get the you get the. Um, you get the monster doing like a ground pound with his fist, and they all do one yeah. of those like, um, Rolls. it's like a wrestling thing where it's like the a telegraphed reaction where like yeah. they all are like shaken by it, but then they like do like a somersault into uh into it. Like it's I don't know. I just really enjoy that stuff. It's cool. Yeah, it's fun. Um, they awesome. get they get into the Megazord. Uh, this is. Some more of Zach's personal distaste for the punching this monster they just because beat the shit out of this guy because <laughs> they just beat the shit out of this <laughs> elephant and the whole time he's just going like <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then they use Titan most understood misunderstood monster super fast face punching ability which is a power I, that they have I do want to talk about the um the costume here for a sec because I'm. Pretty sure the his tusks are like the guy's arms are just through there. Like yeah, he doesn't have arms here. No, well, so he has one arm and one like tusk, like oh. like how you would have like a sword arm or something. He one uh, of his arms. Yeah, is you're, right. Tusk. you're right. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's kind of cool. I like it. Um, and th- I think he's also supposed to be sort of like Ganesha themed because he's got the uh like earrings and stuff too. Yeah. That makes sense. Um I, I like the uh Andros like moving the sticks back and forth with yeah. joysticks. <laughs> yeah, he's that, just that's like pretty fun. He's like, all right, we need to shift into uh high power mode or whatever and just starts jaggling them back and forth. <laughs> yeah. This is how you punch faster is you just move the sticks back and forth quicker. Which it's like I, I it's it well it, it makes me think of like how the original show is based off of like digital and video games and right, stuff. Yeah, and he's doing a QTE. <laughs> yeah, it it honestly it made me be like is is the way that you pilot it like basically Mar- uh, Mario Party mini games like is there <laughs> oh god <laughs> like do you think in the uh the Turbo Megazord when they did the like spin mode you have to take your palm and put it on the control stick oh, and yeah, rotate absolutely. it real oh my fast? god yes <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so they call they do that, and then they just call out the big sword and and murder this poor defenseless elephant who wasn't doing nothing to nobody except he was just mad at that building. <laughs> um, and so uh, we've got our monster destroyed. Uh, I accidentally clicked next episode on my player here, so it's okay. All s- that's all that's left is like the monster blows up, and we immediately cut to the gym and juice bar or whatever the fuck they call it now. The surf shack. It's and, a, yeah, yeah, and uh, so they're all hanging out playing pool, and uh, Lenny and George come walking in. Yes. Okay. So. 
uh, Lenny and George walk in, and at this point, uh, and, and this is- episode had one more chance to salvage itself, this moral here, and again throws it away. <laughs> Cassie is at least now, dressed like a teenager now, so that's nice. Yes, that is nice. True, I like her shirt. It's also she's nice. also got a- she's also got like more adult looking necklaces. Mm-hmm. And Lenny's wearing a bit of like a less of a bland outfit too. Yeah. Uh, uh, George is like Lenny wanted to, and then Lenny's like, "Hello, I can talk for myself now. I've gone through an arc." No, no, uh, now, you like say he's, he's gone through an him. arc, but what actually happened is he got bonked on his head, and that changed his personality. <laughs> yeah. Oh, classic. Uh, he hands over, uh, he says, I wanted to return the diary. Uh, like I promised. It back. Yeah. And then she uh, looks through it real quick. He's like, we didn't read it, and I'm really sorry. And at first she's like, you know, that's great, but you shouldn't have taken it back in the first place. You could have yes. just asked me out. And he's like, well, how about we go out? And gives her a bouquet of flowers. And I really, really want a Cassidy to be like, no. You <laughs> had so, your chance. So, so real like- quick, <laughs> I, I want to say, because what happens specifically is that uh, he says, well, she says you shouldn't have taken it. And he says, well, then you wouldn't have gone out with me. And <sighs> I wanted her to then say, well, like that's you got to understand that's fucked up and like now I can't go on a date with you right like and that would be a nice little lesson and instead she's like nope you just should have asked yeah uh, like yeah. I said this on I made a tweet and I'm like the moral of of this partners episode is that it's okay to blackmail a girl into dating you as long as you're a nice guy TM right exactly and that's literally what it is and yep. like <laughs> Power Rangers it's your fault that the yep. men are like this yeah. <laughs> You fucked it up. Uh, she goes to talk to Ashley. Men were fine before this episode of Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah it, did, it did ruin us forever. Um, she goes up to Ashley and is like, no, so actually this is really weird uh, because, so she says- This is says, even weirder. Uh, yeah, it gets worse. It go gets on a date worse. with me. So he says, will you go out with me? We see her- say nothing except let me go talk to my friend real quick. She goes over to talk to Ashley. She says, Lenny asked me on a date and uh, Ashley says, well, by his face, it looks like you said yes. No, she didn't say yes. She didn't say anything. We literally just watched it happen. And then she says, yes. And also I said it was a double date and you're going on a date with George. This and I'm like, none of that. Mean- thing to do why did you do this to your friend cassie it's so shitty it's well, shitty what did ashley no do to sense. you that you are getting revenge for because if there's one and, thing and, or alternatively what did george and lenny do to deserve this <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah, exactly now if there's one thing i understand from the like five or so episodes i've seen of these two it's that they are Horrible catty bitches to one another when boys are involved. <laughs> that is true, yeah. So yeah, for whatever reason. This is this is a new low though. Like holy shit. And she and she knows that Ashley likes Andros and she just Like <sighs> I get I get the like reasoning of listen, I I like Lenny and I'd like to, you know, spend a little more time with him, but literally the only way I'll be able to do that is if we either manage to, like, 
Looney Tunes style trick George into letting us yeah. sneak away again, or if I have, yeah. have something to distract him. I need you to block for me. But like, what does she even yeah. see in this guy, Lenny? He sucks. I, I sucks mean, so much. It, it's just <laughs> funny because, like, like the art. They're trying to sell you on like he was nice after all. Surprise, but like, he really all wasn't. You, well, all you really see is him like try to get her out of the building, which is nice. But then that's it. Like. Listen, um, heterosexuals are fucked like, up. I don't get them either, but like, yeah. this is just what it's like out there, I guess. I mean, you, you mentioned getting her out of the building, but even that, he's like, we're together. Presumably, if he if they were just there in the same room together, he would do nothing. But because they're on a date, no, he has to save I didn't her. take it that way at all. I took it as no, we came here together. I'm not going to abandon you now. Like, well, yeah, sure, I, and I could see yeah. it being that, but like. The fact that he's like, oh, you wouldn't go out with me unless I did it. It doesn't examine that at all. Right, exactly. Like, it, it, all of it together makes, like, a weird picture. Yeah, like, it's 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 not a good lesson, like, for sure. I also want to, and I wanted to get that first because that's the more important thing. But now that we've discussed that, I need to circle back around to the fact that, that none of that happened. Yeah. Like, literally, so if you're watching the episode, Cassie goes, uh, he goes, will you go on a date with me? And Cassie's like, I got to talk to my friend. And then she walks up to Ashley and says, I said yes. Also, I told them you're going on a double date with me. And I'm like, no, no, no. I don't understand that. Like I said, like, she's clearly getting revenge on Ashley for something here. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what it is, but. Like, it would have to be something fucking severe. Like, Ashley kicked her puppy or something (laughs) (laughs) it's a really like like you know jokes aside like this is the kind of thing that happened in in 90 sitcoms all the time and i don't watch that many sitcoms now but like forcing your friend into a social situation they don't want to be in is really not a cool thing (laughs) to do um and like you know if you ask and and understand it's a big favor and they're like fucking yeah fine i'll do it like that's different but just signing up uh (laughs) signing up ashley to do this sucks a lot (laughs) uh but yeah i mean it's a this is a wild episode for real it's 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 all over the place (laughs) it lived up to my hopes from the preview yeah, no, like, it was a really entertaining episode, and, like, mostly the date shit was making me laugh at how ludicrous it was, Y'all, but, like, also, it's really messed up message at the end. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, like, m- most Power Rangers episodes that try to say something, it it's not great when you think about it, you know? Yeah. Still the only yeah. time they did this well was the, was the Skull Pianist episode. Was the oh, only penis. message they ever had. Yeah, not penis. <laughs> skull penis episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Skull penis episode that was all about Skull's dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The entire uh, story of it was just focused on Skull's fucking dick. Uh, <laughs> poor guy. Really, really unfortunate. Um, but yeah, that's the episode. Uh, let's see. I don't have any. Uh, emails or messages if you have one send it to us at uh teens or teens with at gmail.com you can send us a tweet 
at Teens with Tude, or you can join our Facebook group, Teens with Tude on, or sorry, Teenagers with Attitude on Facebook. Uh, send us questions and we will answer them. We'll do it. We'll this do it. Threat, this is a threat now. It's, it's a <laughs> I promise. I don't know why it is, but it is. Send us uh, your send us stories about your Power Rangers OCs, like 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 Cassie might have done if the episode was written differently and what it happened. What I thought happened. <laughs> have <laughs> we she... talked about how many Power Rangers OCs there are and how it's like? I don't think seemed, so. There's so if you like. If you misremember the name of a Power Ranger and type that in and then Power Rangers, you're going to find a fan character that's named that, basically. <laughs> uh, I thought you might find a real character who's named your name because there's been so many seasons. I could think of a, at least one Power Ranger named Emily from Samurai, but I'm sure there's more. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it, it's There's a lot out there. But anyway, um, Lexi, what would you like to plug this week? I don't know that I got anything to plug. I think you do. You're sick. I can think of something. I'm sorry. No, I don't. I don't <laughs> do anything. What are you talking about, <laughs> Emily? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I'll plug it for you. Lexi is on uh, uh, the Eidolon Playtest podcast. And it just finished up, and you should, or the, it's first season, and you should go listen because it's really, really good. Yeah, uh, as of the time of recording, the entire first season is available on the free feed. You don't even have to pay us a dollar for it. You should though, because it's good, yeah. and and you should give them a dollar. Yeah, I do like getting money. That's true. What are you doing with those dollars anyway? You probably just put it in your pocket, and then it falls out later. You're not even going to get to use it. <laughs> I thought you were interrogating Alexi. No. (laughs) Well, you want to know what I'm doing with my podcast earnings? Um, (laughs) No, that's not um, what I was asking. And you can also give um, Lexi money by donating to Audio Entropy for site fees and stuff. We also have that as a donate button on the website. We are coming up on spring is always renewal season. So we are coming up on that. So anything you can throw, throw our way to help cover the hosting costs, that'd be great. Yeah, but if you if you, if you can't support us like that, then just retweet us and and tell tell your friends. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you Emily, don't owe us anything? anything. You don't. I mean, you do nothing. Well, you can just listen to it and ignore everything else if you really want no, to. Well, it's fine. Well, well, I mean, <laughs> oh, is such an interesting word that we could. T- anyway, the energy at the end of this episode got really weird. Emily, is there anything <laughs> else you'd like to plug? Um, yeah, you can see me on Twitter at this is Emeralds, and I have a Patreon, um, patreon.com slash this is Emerald. Again, uh, give, this is Emerald. Give at Emily Oh, yeah, do it. Thank you. <laughs> You're the first person to say that after me plugging my Patreon, so that means a lot. <laughs> um, and, uh, also, we haven't done any streaming in a while, but we're. We want to. Uh, well, Verisimilitude and Emerald really want to. So go to verisimil- twitch.tv slash verisimilitude rituals. Yeah, I didn't, sh- I didn't get to tell Zach anything about VTubers this week. But uh, yeah, if you're interested in knowing more about VTubers, uh, check out Verisimilitude. Yeah, she's great. She's a giant uh, Lamia. There you and go. her tiny dog, Emerald. Do it. Uh, and for me, you could just find me at Chinchy McChilla on Twitter. Um, I, I don't know what I do on there. Somehow a lot. I've been tweeting a lot and I don't know what about. Sometimes. 
Yeah, I like the tweet. <laughs> That's it. It's, I always you know, enjoy it's reading fine. them. Reading about my friend Zach's opinions. Oh, uh, I got a lot of them, so <laughs> I can help you there. Um, so four teenagers with Hold on, with hold on, hold what? on. What, 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 what? We got to tell them what the next episode is going to be, because I have that information. Okay, oh, wow. what's the we next can episode? Do episode previews? So, we could do that, yeah. No, so next episode, um, lightning hits the Astro Megazord, and uh, we see them fighting some like pink putty-like creatures in the holodeck. And uh, I guess I uh, have I, to do a Mega Ranger Center next yeah. or station next one. Yeah, so it's there's some there's some pink like putty things that I'm guessing are like supposed to be virtual like simulation combatant things. Um, the Astro Megazord gets hit by a storm of some sort, and they escape the holodeck and go. That's so cool. They they leap out. We see them parachuting into the city, like fucking thousands of them. And uh, that sounds fun. Yeah, so we've got these weird putty things, and like they are making weird noises and interacting creepily with people. Like these are straight up just old school putties. Oh, I mean, like there's a they live situation where it's like little kids being talked to by one of these things pretending to be a police officer, being like, "What do you see next door, Patrick?" And oh, then God, we cut like to, a, and then we cut to a video feed of literally thousands of them gathered in some sort of a square, like cheering and shit. It's like they are taking over the world. It's incredible. They then merge to become a giant monster as well. <laughs> All right, I am so excited for this. Come back for that <laughs> I next miss week. The putties, you guys. I miss them too. They're fun. Uh, so. For Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Lexi. I've been Emily. And may the power protect you always. <laughs> That's pretty good. Do you okay if I'm putty with you? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>